Ian. Dave. Welcome to the Apex Adjacent Podcast, yet another very special episode. Ian. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So I have some interesting news. In typical Apex Adjacent fashion, we continue being Apex Adjacent. Yes, yes. Uh, quality adjacent, um, also uh, intelligent adjacent, <laughs> and uh, luck nowhere near adjacent. <laughs> you, are, you are correct because uh, the good people at Mazda and uh, yeah, the good people at Mazda were kind enough to give us a Mazda MX-5 RF 2021 model for a yes. week, right? They were kind enough. And then look what we let happen on our watch. Uh, the minutes before they picked it up. <laughs> yeah. Show the people the state of the car right before it was getting picked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you sent me this picture this morning. Uh-huh. And I was just like, what happened? <laughs> Because with a press car, the idea is that you should have to do nothing. Well, not that you shouldn't have to do anything. It's that you should not do anything. You should not do anything and you shouldn't let anything happen to it. That's key. Yeah. So I dropped the car off to you. Here's what I know is that I dropped the car off to you after driving it. Yes. Yes. Yes, you you took a little mountain blast, yeah. Yes, and then when I left, I saw you squeezed in, which we're going to talk about. (laughs) Squeezed in there, and I waved goodbye, and you were moving the car around in your driveway. Yep, yep, Uh repositioned. the last I saw it, I just gave it a little salute and (laughs) drove off in my broken car. Okay. what, What happened here? (laughs) <laughs> well, it seems like on your uh, on your drive at some point under your ownership, uh, who knows? It could thank have you been. For, thank you for pointing that out. It, it could have been under mine, um, but it seemed to pick up uh, here. I got a picture of it. Uh, it I went. I was moving it. I moved it yesterday, and then I I went out this morning to position it in my driveway so that it's really easy for them to to get it out when they come to pick it up. And uh, I started up the car. Its little rattly engine started up, and yeah, I was like, "I'm not psyched about this either." Okay, <laughs> and uh, and there was a tire pressure light uh, on, so it doesn't tell you which one. You know, it's just the light. But hey, you know, you're gonna figure it out, right? Um, and so I checked the driver rear tire. Fine. Check the driver front tire. Decidedly not fine because this was right there in it. Just a massive screw right in the middle of the shallow part of the tread. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yep. 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 Now, so what What did you do? So you took it, you took the wheel off. Was it like noticeably flat this morning? Yeah, it, it was down to like 10 PSI. So, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I texted uh, Josh, our contact for the uh, for uh, the press car. Uh, mm-hmm. We had a brief chat on the phone. I wanted to make sure that um, he was okay with me patching the tire. I have a patch kit, air compressor, all that stuff ready to go. Um, and he was. And uh, yeah, I didn't really feel comfortable with him like with airing it up at my house and them driving on it, knowing that it was leaking. Um, you know, and like it, it, a screw is better than a nail in, in these circumstances. Cause the 
threads will hold the screw in and yeah. kind of minimize some air loss. But yeah, uh, so I, he was okay with it. I I pulled the tire um, it, and uh, put a plug in it. And yeah, then they they came as I was putting the tire back on the car. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah. Good, I, good work. Thank you. Um, thank so you. When when do we start the full disclosures? Because I think <laughs> I should probably come clean about a couple things here. So, really, all, okay. <laughs> so two things. First of all, I had a stress dream last night that the car had flat tires. Because, no. Yeah, because I took a wrong turn during my drive up in the mountains and ended up on a dirt road for like a couple hundred yards. Okay. And I had dreams that that the car had been ruined because I had driven on a dirt road. Oh, um, wow. Okay. But it was, it was really, it was like, oh, this is turned to dirt. And I just found a spot to turn around. And then I, mm. I, I turned around not using the handbrake. <laughs> yeah. You would never use a handbrake right next to a gear shift in a rear wheel drive car. You would never do that. Never do that. Anyway, uh-huh. the other probably more relevant thing is that that um that tire pressure light was definitely on for my drive oh no and you didn't check well i I did a visual like walk around and everything was fine it was chillier out it was chillier out yesterday than it had been and so i just assumed like oh it's just like a pound or two out of whack because of the temperature change and um yeah, I'm going to cut less, this part out of the show because I would like us to get press cars again. Lesson, lesson learned. Lesson learned. I will be like the BMW forums suggest and use a digital tire gauge from now on. <laughs> right. And right. double check. Make sure you're not a half pound low. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. And so you don't launch your car in front of a cars and coffee. Uh, yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. So the press, the tire pressure light was on when you started your drive. You noticed that it didn't go off. Yes, but it also didn't drive weird. <laughs> so we're, fine. we're never going to get a press car. At, it ever was again. fine. It was okay. Oh, wow. Okay. No, so, it, so it comes out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And actually, I didn't even... I didn't even remember that it was on because I am so used to just dismissing the tire pressure, <laughs> tire pressure warning Jesus from Christ. being from my sock yeah. being so shitty that uh, that I didn't even remember that it was on until you mentioned it just now and I was like, oh, oh, oh that, oh yeah, oh. The light that I definitely saw it. Yeah. yeah, Ian, we're supposed to be on high alert as drivers of the cars that we have. Right, yes, we're supposed yes. to have fine-tuned goddamn senses, like yep. Daredevil, be able no. to pick this stuff out from a hundred yards away. You have let me down, young man. Yeah, we're supposed to have heightened mechanical sympathy, and uh, and I, I let the side down a little bit. <laughs> mm. So, besides, so I appreciate you <laughs> fixing it. But that also probably means that. Well, no, it was probably I probably picked up the nail actually. I'm thinking now uh-huh. we did drive by some construction. So I probably was the cause of all of this. 
Construction sites suck, man. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I hate driving past them because that happens so often, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, avoid if you can. Um, yeah. So I've talked about it on the show before, but that's one of my favorite, like, tertiary effect things. Okay. Is, is that I was, I went to get tires in Oklahoma one time and it was like, it was like a three hour wait. And I was like, why is it a three hour wait? And they were like, we had hail three weeks ago. I was like, what the fuck does that have to do with tires? <laughs> and they were like, well, everyone's getting their roof replaced right now. And so there's nails all over the ground. And so now we're getting, this happens like every time, like a month after a hailstorm rolls in, we get slammed. People needing wow. tires. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we call downstream effects in the industry. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That's crazy. That yeah. is crazy. Anyway, anyway, what do you nearly nearly shredding a tire beside aside? I uh-huh. I loved my time with the Miata. I know that actually a Miata is great is uh, not the hottest take in the world, <laughs> but it was delightful. Yeah. So so tell me a little bit about your experience with the car. Give me give me yeah like the car as you experienced it and kind of uh let me know like um thing I'm curious about is like kind of how it fits in with like some other things that have come into your view or, or like, uh, like other mm-hmm. things that you've had tactile, tactile experience with when it comes yeah. to the cars. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I used it basically twice. So I used it to, um, my wife and I went to go see an art exhibit, um, right. across town, um, while the kids were in school. So, I was like, oh, two-seater. Here uh-huh. we go. Fancy okay. fancy day date. Uh-huh. Middle of the week day date. So it was us and hundreds of very confused old people <laughs> <laughs> going to this art exhibit. Right, because it was like an interactive Van Gogh exp- experience, right? Yeah. Yeah, at like 11 o'clock on a Tuesday. So mm-hmm. it was so, so many very confused old people. Okay. Um, and, uh, and and then us in, in the Miata. And, you know, to be honest, I was like, ah, I get it. I do. But, like, it's not super. There's so many other cars that would be feel more special for this moment. Like, it felt. Sure. Yeah. It feels a little out of place in, like, a busy street. And, you know, you don't have corners or anything like that. It's just, like, kind of straight ahead. And you got to really like the, like, top-down thing you know, to make it special. Right. Right. Yeah. You kind of have to commit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then the the next day I like, I had a couple of meetings get canceled. Just yeah. Like I had, I just had some, some time free up in the middle of the day. So I was like, well, I have this car and the mountains are, a calling that way. <laughs> so I'm going to make a little loop and go bring the car back to Dave. And so I got on the, tried to get out of my neighborhood. It's terrible. <laughs> the, the entire city's under construction over, over by us. So I had to like, it was like stop and go and going down alleys and trying to uh, find ways out. Cause like three of the four major streets around us were closed. And uh, finally, so I was like, oh, this is kind of not great. And then got on the highway. And I don't know if you drove it on the highway, but 
with the top up, but it's very loud. It is loud. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. is. And so I was like, ah, okay. But then I got to a mountain road, like after all that. And I pulled over and I put the top down and I was on a, like a really tight, twisty road. And I was like, oh, right. <laughs> it's fun. Right. This is what it's all for, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. You, this is, it is for a random Wednesday when your kids are at school and your meeting gets canceled and you have a spare hour. Right. Which is like fucking gold. Right? Yeah. Manna from heaven, man. Yeah. Right. Um, and you're like, I could go get a terrible sandwich from the shop down the street, or I could go drive this thing in the mountains and you would take the mountains every time. Right. 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 And just pick up Taco Bell on the way home. <laughs> yeah, whatever you need to do. And it right. was just like, it didn't feel like it's the, it's the newer engine. It's the 180 horsepower yep. mm-hmm. version did not feel I like, you know, lots of people will talk about the Miata being slow. It's, it's not fast, but it's not slow either. Like, yeah, like it, it, it scoots along. It's perfect for, for what it is, you know? I it's very interesting because as the owner of a Lexus LS and then driving a Miata, it's very interesting to kind of like bounce those two off of one another. It's yeah. like it, in in the LS, like I constantly have to watch my speed because that car will just creep to 80 miles an hour before you know it. Right. Mm-hmm. In the Miata, it was the complete opposite experience where I was like, oh, I need to back off. I'm definitely speeding. And I look down and I'm doing 10 miles an hour under the speed limit. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it it it's giving you so much. Like you just associate that with going faster, whether it be noise or the little vibration that's happening in the shifter, you yep. know, things like that. You know, so that was just kind of my my take as to the like the speed factor of it, and it certainly was not anemic at altitude, right? No, I no, wouldn't I say like Honda VTEC, like Civic Si caliber where it's like shit this thing just wants to run and you're at five thousand feet you go glen coco right you know but uh not quite at that level but like okay this is not a problem right yeah i mean and like that it did like there is a noticeable change from like five to seven Uh like it it kind of comes alive in there and so you kind of have to work to keep it in there if you're really trying to go fast but to drive it like you know, seven or eight tenths on a mountain road. Yeah. Like you don't need to, you don't really need to ring it out that much. And you right. can still just like enjoy it. You know? It's, yeah. The brakes were good. The handle of the steering is fantastic. Like this, it's just, it's so direct. The steering is phenomenal. It is. Yeah. And I mean, you can, you know, it's, you can feel even with that little bit of power, you can make it, turn sharper with the throttle which is right. just fantastic like yeah. if you you get to into understeer at all which you got to be going way too fast to get to understeer <laughs> yeah you would have to crazy overcook something yeah you you know you can tighten your line using the throttle pedal it's just like it does the thing that you think the car a car should do in those situations like just intuitively right so, right i've never i've it's been I've only driven like one or two other Miatas before, 
um, and never like by myself. Uh huh. Right. So, you know, it was just, it was so nice to like get in and just immediately, Oh, I get this. Right. Okay. And so like, I felt like me and that car on the mountain road, very, like we were all together. The three of us, the, the three of us were all like this. The thruple that you formed. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. And then I had one gate crasher. Okay. (laughs) That did come up on my mountain drive. Um, we tried to get in on the action. Uh-huh. And I told him to buzz off. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I know where this is going. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's time for Dave to share a window again. <laughs> yeah. That was a pun. That was a pun, everybody. Oh, buddy. There you go. Look at the size of this fucking bee. You had a bumblebee fly into the car while you were out in the mountains. And uh, nice. this is like a no shit legit like... I think this guy is wearing like an Apple watch. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 He complained about the headroom <laughs> in the car when he was in there. He has a phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, I, I think this is a good segue into talking about your impression because, you know, as much as like, I felt like I just instantly could just kind of get enveloped Mm-hmm. by the Miata because I am I'm 5'8 uh-huh. and just basically the exact thing that they had in mind when they designed the car. Right, right. Like my my body uh-huh. was the mannequin that they used to design the seating position and everything else. Yeah, there's a weird like creepy blank of your body somewhere in a Mazda laboratory, right? Like yep. in an R&D center. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're like, don't ask how we got it, but this right. is what we use to design the ergonomics in the MX-5. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dave, what, how, how did that go for, for all six, four of you? <laughs> well, I have had experience with, Mazda Miatas before MX-5s it's the uh the first one that I drove was an ND so the same generation as this mm-hmm. it was the soft top um and uh that was the video that we have from forever ago when we were up at the Stanley where I was driving it by looking over the windshield right right so this car is just not meant to fit Dave and when when we were at the when we pulled up to do uh some video at over at a parking lot nearby my house you you saw me like here's here's how here's early but let's see here where's the where's is this the one yes this is the one here you see me in this car right i pull up like this yeah head absolutely touching the roof my my neck and shoulders are like kind of squished down yeah and there's just simply no physical way for my body to fit into this car even with the top down my knees are like a quarter of an inch away from the the panel on the dashboard so in the event of an accident the airbags would actually fire behind me (laughs) (laughs) it would actually propel you towards the accident yes yes they would blow through my kneecaps and out (laughs) the other side yeah Yeah. 
so this car was a whole experience, right? This car was very interesting. And I have a lot to say about it because it is a legend, right? It, it is absolutely a legend and deservedly so, right? Like, I think, like, in, in a video that we're going to have coming out, it, like, one of my lines is that, like, I get that for the better part of two decades, this car was literally the answer to everything, mm -hmm. right? And just because it's not the car for me doesn't take anything away from that. Right. Right? Like, it mm -hmm. still is a great car. The whole thing about the car is it's not, is it the right car for you? It's, are you the right person for this car? Right? Yeah. You yeah. know? Because the car just is, right? And I, I think that, like, where some vehicles where, like, say, like, we have a press loaner Jeep right now, right? Like, okay, like, we could make do. Like, I can physically fit my body into it, right? <laughs> right. You know? And, like, okay, so, like, let's say it's got some more cabin noise. Okay, that's fine. Like, these are all kind of, like concessions that a human being can make without needing to visit a chiropractor, you know, mm -hmm. right after. Um, and so like you can bend your lifestyle around some vehicular choices, right? But really like you can't bend f your physical size around a Mazda Miata. Like you just can't, you right. know? Right. And so I think it like, I, I knew that going into it, so I wasn't a, I was a little bit prepared for kind of like the mental conclusions that I'd reach with the Mazda. Like it's and I took my wife out for a, you know a car picnic as well, and she certainly did not enjoy the car. It's certainly not her thing. Oh you really? Know? Yeah she she could not stand it. Um, yeah, it, when I told her that you got in. And you moved the seat forward. She was like, what? Like, how could that be? And I was like, well, yeah, just the clutch travel is mainly why, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But like just the fact that like somebody could get in that car and then actually make it smaller for themselves <laughs> like, it just blew her mind. And she's only 5'4", right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's... It's it, it first of all I mean it looks amazing. It's a great looking car, right? Yeah. You know, it like those eight spoke wheels are fantastic. The design is great. It's super compact, doesn't have a spare tire, which we learned. Um you know, yeah, it's just I'm not the right person for this car and that's okay. Like yeah. I'm okay with that, you know. Well, and I'm I'm sympathetic to you because I know what it's like to try to drive a car that you don't physically fit in. Right. You know, I've experienced it from the other direction like in race cars where I cannot see. Right. You know, right. you can't and I had to your full extension on the clutch pedal, you know, and it right. becomes it becomes all encompassing. You you cannot um if you I don't think people who haven't been in that situation under can really wrap their heads around like how much ergonomics really yes. play a role into like how you judge a car because you can't really judge a car on its merits if you don't fit in it exactly right, right? and and um, i think that there's a lot of people that would just discard that and just say like 
whatever. Like who cares if it's uncomfortable? Like, you know, just drive it, you know, drive it, drive it, drive it. Right. Kind of that more, I don't know, like it's not necessarily like toxic masculinity or like machismo, but just kind of like bullheadedness that can be a lack of empathy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that can certainly exist in the car community sometimes, right? Right. You know? Yeah. 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 So it, I, I, I really, I feel, I, I feel bad that you that you weren't able to like experience it in the context, right? That I did, right? But I know that like me telling you to go drive it on a mountain road wouldn't. It wouldn't do anything, right? Because you're not exactly. Gonna, you're not going to enjoy it because right. you're a not going to feel safe, right? And and b you're just going to be like literally uncomfortable. So right, right. Um, yeah, I I completely understand. Um, and I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad. No, I I think that's the whole thing about it, though, is that like with a car like an MX-5, like obviously you're making compromises, right? Like. You know, mm-hmm. and you're kind of living for potentially like some like a different portion of the driving experience than you would with other cars. Right. You yeah. like you're you're more centered around that. Right. Where like where the when you're making those compromises, like it, it, it's easier to do with some other cars. Right. And mm-hmm. more difficult with others. Right. like physical size aside right so we like let's just kind of take that out of the equation you know like it's it is a car that i can see people making those sacrifices for if they fit in it right because that like your mountain road drive was so good right i can see people really willing to make those sacrifices necessary to have the miata in their life in order to get that reward you know yeah it, it, yeah it, well i i think the, the reward has to exist too like i was thinking about right. it like I, would i own this car if i lived in nebraska right right just you know? flat and straight roads right <clears throat> i don't think i don't think i would you know right. even right. though i really enjoyed my time like in every really in every context with it yeah um i don't i don't think it would be worth the sacrifices right, right. there but here, right. where we have 300 days of sunshine and you could put snow tires on it and it'd be a fucking hoot uh, in the snow, like you, you could absolutely justify this as a, um, you know, if you don't have kids, like as right. a daily, or if you have a family, you know, as a second or third car. Exactly. Um, right. Yeah. I, I totally, I totally get it. Like if we could have a third car, this would be probably something along these lines. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. I did one winter see a hero in a Mazda Miata soft top on yeah. total snow with a full set of studded tires on their Miata. Yeah. I've seen a couple of those yeah. older Miatas with uh-huh. studded snow yeah. tires. And you're like, you just want to go shake their hands and just right. Like, well done. Yeah. Yeah. The snow crusher. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, honestly, I think it'd probably be like the most fun thing I can think of. I mean, yeah. it's, it's so well balanced and so predictable, like, especially with this engine. It would be so much fun. Right. 
Right? Yeah, they, the added horsepower is certainly welcome, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, here, like, I, if anybody wants a visual on, like, what it's truly like for, you know, for me and a Mazda Miata, this is, like, let's see here. Here is me um, sitting in the, the most comfortable position I possibly can. Yeah. And the hard top going up. Yeah. Yeah. And then the direction here was don't smile. <laughs> and then <laughs> the hard top literally just like pushes his head down. Yeah. It shoves my head down like two inches. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like my body is still not the same. Like I, I drove a Lotus Elise on an autocross course, right? I won't shut up about it. We all know this, right? My body is never the same for that. Like it's, it's made permanent changes to my body, just like playing too much Mario Kart on the Nintendo DS absolutely gave me carpal tunnel, right? But, but, like, but that was like, I mean, that's a Lotus. It, like it was worth it, right? Yeah. You know, to have that experience like this, like it was just pain. <laughs> it was just pain. It's a lot of Dave to shove. And I, man, I put some miles on it. I gave it the college dropout try, buddy. I really did just to see if like, if there was some magic kind of like slouch scoot seat setting. And I knew like when we were driving back from that parking lot the morning we were filming, I knew I was just straight done with it from a physical perspective because I kept leaning my head over oh. to the passenger side to get extra headroom. Yeah. yeah. And that just, yeah, yeah that was rough. Rough. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. And I'm, you know, I'm bummed that you didn't, you weren't comfortable enough to go seek out its home. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I certainly appreciate it for what it is. Mazda makes great stuff, man. It's all it's all nice and sporty. The mm -hmm. fit and finish is, is not premium, but not bad. Yeah. You know, and uh, the infotainment needs an overhaul. I mean, well, we're going to get onto that. But first, okay. I want to okay. I wrote an FMK cars for you. Okay. Oh, around this issue. Of, okay. It's just impossible to to get around of physical size. Okay. So, okay. So, so this one is called, if I hold this position for more than six <laughs> minutes, I will pay for it in the morning. Okay. All right. Cars with an uncomfortable twist. So this is, uh, I did some really extensive research, which is I clicked on the first Google result for cars <laughs> with headroom. Okay. And uh, okay. it was a story by Auto by Tell. Oh, uh -huh. said, yep. yeah. These cars had the best headroom of any cars in 2018. Okay. So, okay. All right. So the first one is a 2018 Nissan Versa Note. Ah. Everyone's favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Nissan At Versa. one time, the cheapest car you could buy new. Yeah. <gasps> Dark was it that or the, was it the Mitsubishi, right? I, they kind of went back and forth. At one point, the Nissan was the cheapest car. You could buy it 13000 and change. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so with this, the catch is that no electronic device will fit anywhere. You know, when you uh -huh. have like, you can't put it, yep. can't yeah, put it anywhere. Right. You have the phone thing and you're doing like the thing with the cup holder and the bins and like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It won't stay in any of those. You accelerate and it falls on the floor. Right? Yes. Yeah. It's a, okay. it's a mess. 
and charge cables will fall out after six minutes. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. 2018 Kia Forte 5. Okay. The little hatchback. Yeah, we've driven one. Yeah, actually a delightful little car. Yeah. But your knees will hit the dash and the heater is stuck and the seat heater is stuck on full. Oh, so we're going to get some swass. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. It's a bruised knees. All right. Okay. All right. 2018 Chevy Bolt. Ah. Okay. The driver area, so every, everything is exactly the same, except the driver area mysteriously has the exact dimensions and driving position as the Miata. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we have to kill that. We We just have to kill it. Honestly, I, I I tried a lot. I, I the the Miata was my errand running car. Like I got okay. Indian takeout in it. I went to Home Depot in it. Like I did all the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and it just physically doesn't work for my body. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I. I well, think- at least you could put the top down and then just roast yourself. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I the I would need like um, you know, like on the summer day, there's those like misting systems for sidewalks mm-hmm. and patios and stuff. I would need a sunblock misting system. <laughs> just to just a hundred. Oh, <laughs> you could just honestly, you could just fill the windshield washer reservoir with that. And just re-aim the nozzles just slightly, and it would just get you right on the forehead. Yeah, what's the Mercedes that we drove that had the air curtain? Uh, the 400 oh, yeah. Cabrio? Yeah, yeah the I, would, Cabrio, yeah. I would just like need to squirt a whole bunch of sunblock in those vents first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I have to kill the Bolt, which is a bummer because I like that little car. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm, Ian, we've never driven a Versa. I've never driven a Versa. I've driven I, rental car Versas. Before. And how bad are they? Terrible. Yeah, they're supposed to be real bad. Yeah. I, I think what I'm going to do is I think I am going to marry the Kia Forte 5 and just stay hydrated because my swass is going to be coming out. Okay. You know. And, and for a, so for a day you're going to drive the Versa? I am for a day and deal with uh, bad charging cables ejecting and yeah, and my phone just flopping all over the cabin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yeah. are you going to do it? What are you going to do with it? What am I going to do with the Nissan Versa for a day? Mm-hmm. I mean, throw the keys in it and just leave it unlocked <laughs> in, the, in the middle of the city. Just let it have at it, boys. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I don't. I would take it to a skate park and let the skaters use the front end as some kind of obstacle. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'd have a trick competition to see who could do the best trick off the front of the Versa. And, uh, you know, winner gets to pick, uh, I don't know, yeah, something. Although showing up, me showing up to a skate park being like, hello, youths, would you like to enter a competition using my vehicle? No. Would certainly get the cops called on me. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody wants to make a skate park empty instantly, you know, yeah. call me. Just a mustache easy. would just appear on your face. Yes, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I got to marry the little Kia, which I, I actually really enjoy driving. Yeah. yeah. I, I had a similar experience to, to your mountain drive. I drove the Kia in a rainstorm coming down from Estes Park. 
and I felt good, you know? Yeah, it was, it was good. But nice. yeah, the Miata man, the MX-5, there's one in here called Miata Squats. What's that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Like my, my quads are just going to get ripped with this thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just fantastic. Right. I loved watching you get in and out of it. It was just really funny. I I, I sold some uh, some old speakers on Craigslist, and I, I took them to the guy. I met him in a Best Buy parking lot. And uh, and he had a massive like mega cab truck, and I pull right up next to it in the little Miata, and yes. like he gets out and he's like maybe like five ten, and I get out of the Miata. <laughs> <laughs> and I could tell there was a pause, but then he decided not to say anything about it. That's really funny. Yeah, that's really funny. Yep, yep. So. Yeah, let's oh. um, let's let's talk about that infotainment system. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mazda. 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 <laughs> Mazda. Uh huh. Why? Why? Why and what? Yeah, it's a it's a little rough. It was very very slow for me for like the Apple CarPlay and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I. Yeah. yeah, it's it's very slow and also so. The, the big thing that was bad for me is that I use, I'm an Android boy. Yep, you're and, a droid boy. Yeah. <laughs> and the Android Auto, it works technically. However, it the touchscreen does not work. The, you, get, you lose touchscreen functionality as soon as you turn on Android Auto. And so you have to use the little dial thing. Ah, yeah. And so you have to use the dial within Android Auto. Right. Which is crazy. It's so, I mean, it's worse than just holding up my phone and doing the thing on my phone. <laughs> it's like you're trying to control your phone with like a, a joust arcade joystick. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yes. It doesn't make any sense at all. Right, right. I mean, the whole point of the Android Auto is that it's a touchscreen that's bigger. <laughs> right, right. That your phone goes away and charges. Right. Right. Um, it was maddening, to be yeah. honest. It was, it was really, really distracting and 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 bad Um, we're we're at a really weird place with infotainment stuff right now yeah right and i feel like we should be in a better place i feel like this is something like that like the aftermarket folks have to already be solving right but but then like the the infotainment stuff is so ingrained with all the the other settings of the car now like with the seat heaters and like the nav and all that stuff you can't just rip and replace like back in the day right Mm -hmm. you know yeah it's frustrating and the other thing that would happen is that because you would have to use the the dial Uh uh-huh something is always selected on the screen. Yes, yes. Right? If you're using, if you, once you start using the dial, something is selected. And if you push down on the dial, that means you 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 do the thing. You're, you're yeah. tapping on it. You're, you're tapping on it, right? right? And so like in situations where I was shifting into third and hitting a bump. Okay. My elbow would hit the dial and it would pause the music, call <laughs> call someone um search the worst was the search function it would start searching but by in in google maps it's only by voice Uh so it would it it did that to me i was turning left on a 
Colorado and I was doing, it was actually like a one, two shift and there was a bump in the thing and I, my elbow hit it and it called up like the Google assistant uh-huh. and I couldn't get out of it. And so it was just recording me swearing at it and but printing it on the little screen. And I was like, fucking stop. Okay. Okay. Awful. Though that was to me, I mean, cause I think yeah. the worst thing about the car. Right. Um, I mean, fortunately no one is buying this car for the infotainment. Right. So. Right. Also, I, I think we really need to get away from steering wheel controls on sports cars, right? Like, yes. or at least like move them to different places on the wheel, right? Yeah. Like the Lexus has controls on like, to turn the volume up and down on the stereo, it's controls that you have to kind of reach past the wheel a little bit, but they still turn with the wheel and you pull, you actually pull them towards you, mm. right? Little oh, buttons. Yeah. The actual oh, buttons on the backside. Uh-huh. Yeah. The actuate towards you. Right. Uh-huh. Like, but like that's out of the way you like, you cannot hit that accidentally. Right. Yeah. The last thing you want to do in the middle of a mountain drive is to hit a button on the wheel accidentally. You know, I didn't really have that problem with the with this. I like uh, we did with the mini. Yeah, yeah, the mini was really bad because um, that was also the haptic. Yeah, uh, buttons which are fucking atrocious and should be banned completely. Right. Yeah, especially on a steering wheel. Um, but yeah, these I think were, you know, the, the trade off seems to be it, it either easy to get to right. or in the way. Right. And right. and these are more. Um. Or I'm sorry, easy to get to and in the way, or hard to get to and out of the way. Right. And I right. I think these air more on the out of the way, harder to get to side. Right. Right. And I'm fine with that. I didn't once use them. Okay. I just used this stupid goddamn dial. Right. Right. Um, probably should have made more use of the steering wheel controls, but I had to look at those. More, right. You know. Right. Um, if I owned it, I would probably do that more. right right yeah it would just kind of you would just have it all figured out right right yeah yeah i don't know ian did you like the shifter yeah i like the shifter i thought the shifter was good yeah 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 see, see this is the thing about the car right like i like all of the things like i love the mm-hmm. styling i like i felt like the seats were a little hard um you know like but like i like the interior i you know, I, I like all this stuff. It's just it, that car rejects me like a bad kidney transplant. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. like, it's like high school freshman year. Like the girl I liked ditching me at a football game. Like, it's just like, like, right. Oh, this is not supposed to be <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. know. I, it just, it gelled around me. Like I yeah. love, I think the ride was great. I didn't mind the seats. Um, the, the tilt function on the lower part of the seat is re- really unlocked it. Cause the first like couple miles I was like, these seats are fucking terrible. And then I realized I could tilt just the back or, or the, the, just bottom, the bottom, just the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Just the bottom. I could tilt that back. Um, and that like was like the magic combination for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I love the way it rides. I love the shifter. Yeah. Uh, all of the inputs are just so satisfying. The steering like, is amazing, man. Oh, yeah. So good. Right. And it feels so flat. Like it just 
scooting around it just feels nice and flat and very yeah. like yeah just just very predictable very telepathic yeah. and i will say once you get into it a little bit more the, the there is some body roll to it but it's like it's good body roll. like it, it's it's cumulative right. and you it just gives you the feeling that oh, okay we're gripping and right. not like oh i'm gonna fall over <laughs> okay know? yeah yeah um yeah it like it, it just says like oh, okay we're leaning on the tires a little bit and so it's, it's very like aggressive and manageable it's it's so so good uh, on, on this sort of situation right mountain road right you know? right um yeah i got the brakes hot they were great nice uh, okay they were a little smelly but i never they didn't fade okay um, good good so i smelled them before i was worried about them okay okay um yeah it was it was just a great it was a great little drive. Like it's nice. the best little like mountain drive I've done in a long time. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. And then I, I think... got, I got in my Volkswagen and I was like, this thing's a tractor. <laughs> I was bummed. I couldn't drive your VW more. Yeah. Yeah. How's, how's your windshield? I cleaned your windshield for you. Oh, that's the cleanest it's been in months. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, you know, I, I can't take anything away from this car, right? I all, like I said, it's, it's not, is this the right car for you? It's, are you the right person for this car? You know? Yeah. And, uh, and I, I'm not, and that's okay. You know, there's other cars that I am the right person for, you know? Yeah. 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 You have no choice but to check not applicable on the, on the survey. Right. You, you yeah. have to select NA on the survey. Right. Uh, which is a good Miata pun. Um, Very good, Ian. Very good. You. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're exactly right because it's it's like it 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 doesn't diminish what that car is, right? Mm-hmm. You, or or the right way to look at it is to not let it diminish what the car is, right? Right. Because it would be easy to say like, ah, you know, I don't like it. Like the suspension's crashy, you know, or too firm, or you know, like I don't, you know, I don't like it. Right. But it's not, you can't realistically say that you can't let yourself, um, kind of fall to that, like easy dismissive, like perspective when like, you just kind of have to take in the scope of what you're dealing with here and be realistic about it. Right. Well, I mean, really, you can't even get to that point. You can't even get to the point of like an honest assessment of it because everything is going to be colored by the fact that you don't right. fit. <laughs> right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I, again, I, I totally get it. Like it's, it's hard to, it's hard to come to grips with a car with when you have like serious, real ergonomic issues with it. What do you have any other examples of, of cars that you have interacted with that? Like you wish you could have had a better interface with that? Like, you know is a good car but it just maybe wasn't the right car for you um or you oh, were right for that car i mean sh- sure i mean oh, most suvs are that way a lot okay. and trucks you know like is it's i can have fun in them but i can't like picture myself living with it like i, I can't right. even wrap my head around 
how my life would be different if I had a huge truck. <laughs> right, right. And we're not talking like crazy bro truck. We're just talking about like a Ram 1500 or something, right? Yeah, or even worse, like the, the power wagon. Right. You know, we drove the right. power wagon. Like that, it might as well be a semi truck, right? Right. Like right. I would love to drive a semi truck. Right. I don't want to own a semi truck. Right, right. I don't want to live with one. Uh, you know, or, a, you know, a airliner, like I would love to fly an airplane like that someday, <laughs> but I don't want to park it in front of my house. What do you, what do you think stings though? Like what's, because like with the Miata, like, like that kind of, it's does sting me a little bit that my body is just too big to get in this. Right. Mm-hmm. Like what kind of, and obviously you've had the race car stuff, right? I yeah. feel like you have that with Peter's M3 right now because that's the greatest handling car I've ever driven. Um, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, those situations definitely suck where, you know, being below average height guy, like, I can't physically drive a lot of, like, fun race car type things. Right. And it, and it does suck because I know I would love it. You right. Know, I, and, it, and it gets frustrating too, like, like when I did that lemons race, you know, five, six years ago, uh, in the, in the RX seven and I couldn't reach the clutch fully yeah. and I couldn't, you know, and it was like, I was, I would much rather be spending the cycles of my brain of like, of the rhythm of a lap right. on my line and braking and all that stuff. But instead I'm adjusting myself in the seat. Right, so that you can reach that clutch, right? Yeah, so I yeah. so I can make gear changes, and so I can see an apex, and right, um, all that sort of stuff. So it, it's, um, yeah, that that stuff gets frustrating because it's like, oh, these are cycles that I would rather be using going fast, right? Fun, you know, right? You know, like you, like you know, tilting your head over and realizing, like, oh, I'm consciously like. Right. doing things to just move this car down the road. Right. And you can't enjoy something when you're doing that. Right. It's just not possible. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay. So, so riddle me this buddy. Okay. So if you were me, right. And, and put yourself in my shoes. Here's the sunblock. Um, if you were me, would you would you be frustrated that Mazda did not make this car just a touch bigger? I think I would. Yeah, I mean, I I think because you know the North American and European markets are so important. Like, there's mm-hmm. we got we got some tall folks. Like a, a, a an MX five L for long wheelbase. <laughs> Right. Or, or the, you know, the, the, like the GT 40, uh, bubble that they yeah. have to put in for one of the drivers. Like, yeah, I, it would be cool if they came up with like a tall driver package. You right. Know, right. That could be an option. Right. You know, these, the ND, like the, these gen, the generations are long enough. You would think that they could come up with something like that. Um, but you know, I mean, I don't know what's the average what's the average height of a like a a man in North America it's got to be what like 510 something like that 59 510 Yeah I think somewhere around there yeah 
average American male height? Five feet, nine inches. Right. So I'm just, I'm not too far outside of that. Um, but you know, you're a lot, a lot taller than that. So then it's probably just a math calculation of like, we've got, you know, this engineering, it would be this, this big of an engineering problem and it would only get us this many sales. Right. Exactly. Because it's going to be diminishing returns because of the bell curve of like height. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. do they need to make it fit like a dude that I know that is 610? Right. Oh Christ. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, because I, I think that like <laughs> I actively walk through life trying to not act like an entitled prick. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I, I don't feel comfortable saying that all cars should be made to fit all people. Right. But there, but like, I don't know. I feel weird about it. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like because this is a car that's not, you know, if this was, if this was like a An more Ultima. utilitarian car, yeah, you know, it would be. I think it would be different. You would have more of a of a complaint, but or, this is like, or like a, a a soapbox to stand on for that, right? Right. Or you know, I think it's probably worse in the other direction, where you have like, um, you know, smaller um, adults, and you know, and. Uh especially women trying to like get into like large trucks right you know like that stuff is probably uh it's probably worse because it's more of like a utilitarian everyday car that you're expected to drive every day whereas this is more of like an indulgence right 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 definitely definitely you know and and there also are like other options you know there are other sports cars out there that you can that you can go for in this price point you got like brz and that's kind of it but i don't know right like i have a friend that is maybe four nine four ten and obviously yeah she has struggles fitting into like just standard like a honda accord yeah you know yeah yeah Yeah, i know my mom was 411 and she i know my dad had cars that she couldn't physically drive because she couldn't get you know just like you know like this the you know, the seating position, we kind of take it for granted because seating positions have not been aggressively terrible for a, a while. Right, now. right. Yeah. You know, it's not like we have like, you know, old Italian stuff where the steering wheels over here and you're facing this way. Right. That That's not so much a thing anymore. But, you know, like they're all they are quirky, you know, like this has um, a steering wheel that's pretty close to you, but the pedals are pretty far away. I think. Right trying to maximize the tall you know the height of people that can fit in this they compensated by putting the the pedals really far away um which you know makes it even a slightly less than ideal for me because like my arms are fairly long for my height so like i'm right i'm kind of like this right right because i have to get closer to to use the pedals um but yeah like there are cars with that someone who's like less than five foot tall, like physically can't drive either. Right. Right. I don't know. It's, I, I get your point about not being entitled. I think it's fine to be disappointed and be like, Oh man, that's, that's really, that's sure. Sucks. Sure. Sure. 
Right. Um, and I wish that I wish that I could, but you know, I don't think you should start like an angry letter writing campaign. Of, like, <laughs> right. Right. Tall, tall gingers demanding a tall driver package for the Miata. Right. And the most important thing is to embrace the things about yourself that make you who you are. Right. Like embrace yeah. those things because you're lucky to have them. You're lucky to be the one that gets to carry the things that you do. Right. I think every time you have that thought, you should go to Costco and get something from a high shelf for yep. an old lady. Yep. 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 I, this is one thing that I, uh, that, you know, since I'm not in stores very often, it doesn't happen to me very much, but I would, I could just tell the look in someone's eye <laughs> in the grocery store, in the soda aisle when they wanted the one off the top, Yeah, you know? Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. That will happen to me every once in a while where like <laughs> someone will come up to me and be like, can you help me? And oh. I'm like, oh man, if you're asking me, <laughs> you've got problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Desperate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. This is the, this is the kind of car that makes you really think, you know, because I think that like, this is a car that when you interact with it, you think about like what your life could be like. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, I could be the kind of person like, or what would it, what would it take for me to, to make this work? Right. You, this is like this car, like you said, like it's an indulgence. It's a little bit of like you, you even kind of walk by it and there's a little bit of fantasy that kicks up in your mind. Right. Yeah. I think especially with the RF, the way that it looks like it, it looks so good, especially with the roof up. I think it looks fantastic. Do, do you know what RF stands for? Like retractable folding or something like that. Almost roof folding. No, retractable fastback. Retractable fastback, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it looks it looks good. It does. And, it does. Um I I spent some time like daydreaming about owning this and just making excuses to go take right. conference calls up in the mountains. You know, right, like, right. You know, I think as someone who's like in this like small kid parenting uh-huh thing right now <laughs> having having a car that my children cannot get into <laughs> right right is really appealing <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah that's true that's true yeah like daddy's going out for cigarettes <laughs> right and it's you know it's you're you're not the limits are not so high that you're going to be going lethal speeds right something goes wrong and you know and you get a screw in the tire yeah Uh uh-huh yeah and you're gonna it's gonna talk to you before you get into trouble um it's very and it's not a million dollars like it's this one that we tested which has like everything right thirty six thousand dollars right it's more than 10 grand less than the rav4 that we just reviewed Wait, run me through that math again. Because the RAV4 was $48,000. Right, right. You said so it's, it's more than 10 grand less than. Right, okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's a good, it's a good sentence construction. I like it when you take me on a numbers walk, Ian. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know, it's an, like an accessible yes. indulgence, right? Absolutely, like, absolutely. 
and it's what it's always represented and it still does it well asterisk as long as you're less than six two mm-hmm. yep yep oh man do you want to see myself unfurl myself from the i car? i want to watch this over and over and over again there just on a little just on a little loop here's me getting out legs first real quick I'm gonna... what's the noise oh, can i can all, I soundtrack this? All the noises, all the yes, yes. You definitely can. Also, <laughs> look at look at where my knees are, like feet firmly yeah. planted on the ground, and my butt is is well in the seat, like and lower than my knees. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you draw a straight line from your knees, it's above the tie, top of the rim. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Fantastic. Yeah, so it comes up to my love handles. Uh-huh. And just as just as curvaceous. <laughs> Thank you, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So there you go. There's oh man. Me and the Miata. <sighs> yep. I love the world weary sigh of like, I made it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah, because I pretzeled myself out of that thing one more time. Yeah. Call my chiropractor. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, I feel like, like you said, like I kind of have to take an NA on this one, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do. But, but that's okay. You do. Yeah. And I completely love it. Like irrationally. Right. Like right. it's. Right. I mean, it's exactly, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do anything to it like i wouldn't add power i would just drive it the way it is i i'm hoping that i i i'm hoping that i feel about my abarth the way that you feel about this because i absolutely fit in the abarth i fit in that car just but well yeah i mean it but my head does not hit the roof right the reason that my hair's all jacked up in all these videos we took is because it was constant. It was giving me a cowlick for my head yeah. rubbing against the roof. Yeah, it was really funny. Well, this and that's with doing this, with hunching my neck down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry, buddy. <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I think if Mazda wants to give us another one, I think you might just have it. You know? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Hey, you know, like, we need to embrace the things about ourselves that make us who we are. And I'm going to embrace my height. I'm very thankful to have it. Yes, I hit my head on a lot of stuff. And fucking coach air travel is a goddamn nightmare. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I'm very thankful. I I get a lot of cobwebs that you fuckers just sail right under. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember I sent you a picture of something on an airplane. I don't remember what it was. I I think I was like somebody had their bag over in my area or something. Uh-huh. But I had my legs folded over. Uh huh. In a in a seat on an airplane, and you were like, "What the shit?" <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Very upset at that. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you know, 
I, you know, I know some people that are taller than me because we like to run in packs, apparently, and then all go to concerts together and stand in front of you. You um, bastards. Yeah. At the concerts. <laughs> so I, I do have some concert friends back when going to live music was a thing that was seriously like 6'3", six, six, me 6'4", six, and then 1'6'5". And uh, we would always position ourselves in a place where we were not an issue. We would yeah. get in early and like figure out the place to stand where we weren't fucking everybody's day up. So that's that's very nice. Of just you. so you know, yeah, we know too. <laughs> Hashtag not all tall guys. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> don't, don't don't make me feel bad for being altruistic. <laughs> yeah. No, um, Miata MX Five. It, it it's interesting how cheap it is. Yeah. I mean, they obviously saved some money on the infotainment. <laughs> really did. They really, really did. Yeah, that's the, I mean, that's the, the one really bad thing about it. But again, you're not going to be using this. I mean, right. you're probably not going to use this as a daily. So it's not the worst thing, but man, yeah, bad. Yeah. The rest of it's great, though. <laughs> I think that's a good note to go out on, Ian. What do you think? I think it's great. Yeah. Um, let us know what you think about these like focused episodes uh, where we just talk about one car or one experience or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're kind of trying trying stuff out. Um, so let us know what you think about that. You can call us. 729 7250 let us know if you've never fit in a car and then also be safe and we love you. <laughs>